In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Welcome to Live from America. You're locked and loaded right here. It's an honor to have you. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. And it is an honor to be here with you every single day of the week. God bless you, and thank you to the Real America's Voice News audience. You might have been a little confused last Friday at 10 o'clock p.m. when you saw Ted Nugent's um, new show on Real America's Voice News come on at 10 o'clock and Live from America was not there. Don't get, uh, don't get upset. It's only a Friday night thing. Monday through Thursday, we're still there at 10 p.m. Friday, we moved back to 11 o'clock p.m. and Ted Nugent is on the 10 o'clock hour. And for those uh, who were watching Real America's Voice News yesterday... We had some massive technical difficulties here. Uh, apparently now we've pretty much come to find out that we're just still being attacked daily. And so our websites, our servers, everything else is constantly being attacked. And uh, so we had some serious technical, difficulty, uh, t- technical difficulties yesterday, and we apologize. However, we're here now and better late than never. I encourage you to follow all of my social media platforms so you can at least... Catch the morning show every single day as well. If you're used to watching the night show and you want to catch the morning show, then just visit JeremyHarrell.com and you can quick link over to any and all of my social media platforms. 
There's going to be a lot of people receiving Bibles today, tomorrow, maybe some yesterday. We did send out a whole slew of Bibles last Friday evening, or afternoon, I should say. So a lot of you that have requested free Bibles on JeremyHerald.com should be getting them soon. Now, time for the cold open. I wanted to start out by addressing, you know, the Real America's Voice News audience uh, wondering where we've been for the last couple days. That's the explanation. Now, this morning, we talked about children actually going into a bar in Dallas, Texas. But it isn't just Dallas, Texas. Whether the children are going to the drag queens or the drag queens are coming to the children one way or another, your child is being exposed to drag queens all over the country. Why? Because it's a perfect way to plant the seeds so that they can get your child locked in at such an early age because they can't get you. They have not succeeded in turning you into a drag queen. They have not succeeded in turning you into a non-binary, non-fluid, gender, I don't know what I am kind of person. They have not succeeded in turning you into part of the LGBTQIA pedo movement. So they said, okay, we've pretty much gotten as far as we're going to go with people who are adults and understand the mental illness that we all have. So let's go after their children because those are the only people that will accept us for who we are as long as we brainwash them. That is what's happening across America right now. And unfortunately in Dallas, Texas, they were allowed to go into a bar. Now where I come from and where I grew up, you have to be 21 to go into a bar. Apparently in Dallas, Texas, you only have to be seven. We showed that video this morning, but that is not what we're going to talk about right now. What we're going to talk about right now is the amazing patriots who confronted these parents who were knowingly bringing their child to an LGBTQIA pedo plus transgender drag queen show at a bar, again, a bar where they serve alcohol and who knows what kind of drug activity is going on in there every single night or lewd sex acts that are going on in there every night. No, let's bring our children to a bar. So I want to give a big shout out to John Doyle. Because John Doyle took a group of people and they went there and they confronted these parents as they should in front of their kids. As they should in front of their kids. Check this, uh, check this story out. And again, big shout out to John Doyle. I only have one question. Why do you want to put an axe wound in between your son's legs? That's the Yes, we are. What do you mean? You're making America worse. You're bringing your children you to, to this event. You need to go now. You're literally <laughs> somewhat better. We'll pray for you, sweetie. Please do. We'll pray for you. You must repent. You are child abusers, and you're not a real woman. Shame on you! 
Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! Your children should be home. Your kids aren't actually gay, you've just groomed them. Your children are not actually gay, you're grooming them. You're grooming your children. Be better parents. Good for them. Big shout out to John Doyle. Big shout out for those men of all colors, of all races, of all whatever, going there and telling those people in front of their children, this is wrong. You are abusing these child. Get them out of dresses right now. What are you doing? And this woman actually said, you're scaring these children. And children were sitting there putting their fingers in their ears so that they could not hear the actual truth coming out of American men's mouths just so they could go into the, again, bar where anyone under 21 is not allowed to be and shove dollars down pants of drag queen strippers. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to make America godly again. That is our only way out of this, is to make America godly again. And good for those men to do that. John Doyle, shout out to you, sir. We're going to get you on the show soon to talk about that and many other things. This is what I talk about when I say the church needs to be more active. Now, I'm not criticizing the church for having its every Sunday congregation with the community that goes to that church and lovingly giving worship to God and Jesus every day peacefully and quietly. I'm not mad at that. What I'm mad at is the fact that pastors and church leaders have no active role as a whole in this country, in the political spectrum, in their communities. They've literally allowed people like the ones that were taking those children to the drag queen bar to take over and run everything. And pastors and church leaders have become weak. And the reason why they've become weak, I get it. They don't want to bring the trouble on the church. But the church is there for that. They don't, want to, they don't want to, oh, you know what? We don't want to tell people how to live their lives. No, you're not telling people how to live their lives. You're telling people the word of God. And if they choose to live their lives one way or another, that's their business. You're not telling them how to live their lives. You're telling them how God wants us to live our lives. Pastors, church leaders, get up off the couch. Stop being afraid. It's okay to ruffle some feathers. It's okay to flip a few tables. Get involved in your local politics and make America godly again. And that's precisely why on my yard signs, my brochures, and my door hangers that we are uh, uh, getting ready to spread throughout our community for me running for state rep has a cross on them. And I, am no sh- I have no shame whatsoever saying I'm a man of God. These are my principles. This is what we believe, period. And that's exactly what I am calling on pastors and church leaders to do. Speaking of God and making America godly again, let's go to the Lord now. As it is June 7th year of our Lord 2022. From Jesus Calling, the evening version, it says, I am training you to depend on me, not drag queens. Your strength, as you look to me, I make your feet like the feet of a deer. I lighten your load so much that you hardly notice the jagged rocks beneath your feet or the steepness of your ascent. Before you know it, you are on high places with me. Habakkuk 3.19 says, The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like uh, uh, the feet of a deer. He enables me to go on heights. And Isaiah 40, 30, and 31, The youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly. 
Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. And before you turn out the light tonight, commit your way to me. I enable you to go on heights. And ladies and gentlemen, if we want this world to be godly again, if we want this nation to be godly again, then we need to get back to the principles of God. And that means saving our babies, number one, not ruthlessly killing them just because we don't want them for whatever reason, and treating each other with love and respect, but not at the cost of putting the word of God under a rug. Amen? All right, please remove your hats if you are wearing one, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Again, folks, so many Christians, so many pastors, so many churches have decided not to get involved because they don't want to feel like they're imposing on somebody else's life or Bible thumping them to death. But it's not about that. It's about spreading the gospel. That's what God has told us to do, and that is what we should do. That doesn't mean you have to be rude about it. It doesn't mean you have to be mean about it. But you do have to be stern about it. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. It's an honor to be back with the RAV family, and it's always an honor to be with the LFA family. We'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. All right, back with my fam, back with my folks. How you all doing? Um, I noticed that somebody on Facebook, and I don't remember who it was at this point because I was trying to pay attention to everything, but I don't think I got it. It looked like somebody passed away. Um, Somebody must have fell, it looked like, and passed away. I didn't really catch that. So I don't know who that was, but if you could please, please tell me again who that was. I would like to give you my condolences. Um, If I'm even correct, I don't know if I'm correct or not, but I think I saw somebody say that somebody fell and passed away because I saw I saw people say I'm sorry for your loss. So if anybody could please tell me who that is, I would appreciate that. I'd also like to thank already today on the show, U.S. Navy mom, who's always there for those rumble rants, helping us keep Eli employed and to keep our slurp fund up. I'd like to say thank you to T. Mitchell. Also, for your donation and Duckman67, use it as needed. By the way, Melissa Steffi and Gene Jarvis, your uh, slurp fund, fund checks, excuse me, went out today. And I want to remind everybody about the Rumble Rants. We are just now, it looks like 800 away. I mean, not Rumble Rants, the Rumbles themselves. We're 800 Rumbles away from 750,000. So if you guys could Rumble, Rumble, Rumble that video, I would really, really appreciate it. What you got there? Julie Brown lost Owen, was only 17. How? Huh? Well, yeah, I know. How? That's terrible. I'm very, 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 very sorry for your son's loss. Um, I didn't realize 17. 
that's uh you know it's 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 hard to hear when anybody passes away but the difference between the fact if they're 70 or 17 it hits you differently it really does i just want to say that i'm sorry that that happened to you uh me and my family will definitely be praying for you tonight tomorrow as much as we possibly can we cannot imagine what you're going through and again we are so very sorry we love you and we are here for you um i know that i'm not always available for everybody who emails and stuff we try we do try as hard as we can uh to get to everybody but i'm sorry if we haven't and just know that we are praying for you that is the god's honest truth okay um oh i don't even know what to say i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for your loss okay um Let's just come back from the from the uh, commercial break. Big shout out to everybody watching on Getter too. I was going to go do some shout outs, but I don't feel like doing that now. I feel uh, a little sad. So, um, Julie, we're very very sorry, and we'll pray. Okay, Whew, it's hard to hear. All right, let's come back from this break. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America um, again here on this Tuesday, July, uh, June 7th, year of our Lord, 2022, uh, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. Uh, thank you for being here. Just got word during the commercial break that one of our people who watch our show, one of our family members, Live from America family members, uh, lost a 17-year-old son uh, recently. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's different when you get breaking news that you've got to share, but, and then you get breaking news like that, and, and it's, it's hard to get back to the show. But I do want to give... Uh, Julie Brown, all of our prayers, and I'd ask the entire Real America's Voice News audience to also uh, give your prayers to one of our own, one of our own Americans here who, who, who are suffering a loss of a youngster. So um, we'll be praying. Uh, it's time for the first and foremost section of this evening. We must go on. Please lift your cups up if you have one, whether it's wine, water, whiskey, or coffee like I drink. Uh, put it up and let's have our first slurp of the evening. Here we go. Okay, here we go, folks. First and foremost, you ready to rumble? Let's get right back into it, okay? This is Live from America, and we've got a job to do. So, they've shadow banned us. They've suspended us. They've put disclaimers on everything, claiming that it's misinformation or disinformation, even though that hindsight being 2020, what we were saying was the truth, and what they were disclaiming was false was actually the misinformation, okay? They ban us completely and they told us, go build your own social media platforms. Go build your own online stores. Go build your own news outlets. Go build your own credit card processing centers and, and credit card processing apps. Go build your own, you white nationalist, white supremacist, bigot losers, you insurrectionists. Go build your own stuff and get off ours. So guess what? We did. And it only took about two years to do it. Next. So what I'm getting at is they banned us. They treated us like crap. They kicked us out. They said, go build your own home. We did it. We did it in two years. We've got many social media platforms now. Would you like me to name them? Rumble, the YouTube killer. Truth Social, the Twitter killer. Getter, the Twitter killer. And anything else out there that's helping Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and Google lose uh, money in their stocks, that's what we did. By the way, PayPal, dying. State Farm Insurance, woke, dying. Disney, woke, dying. CNN, woke, dying. Now Pizza Hut, woke, will die. When are you guys going to get it? We're the ones with the money. 
We're the ones that have the full-time jobs. We're the ones with the steady paychecks. Regardless of living paycheck to paycheck, we're the ones that your businesses count on, and you kicked us all out, and you told us to go build our own. So guess what? We did. But you want to know what you weren't counting on? Is that we weren't going to forget. That we not only were just going to leave and go build our own everything else, you thought that was going to be it? You thought you could treat us like dirt as Americans and stomp all over our constitutional rights? Make us feel like losers? Make us feel like bigots and liars and racists, this, that, and the other? Shame us? Dox us? Destroy our livelihoods? And you think that all we're going to do is go build an alternative uh, economy and, 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 and place to get news and socialize? You think that's all we were going to do? No, 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 no. See, I've got some news for you. We needed to do all that in order to establish a headquarters or a base of operations. Now that we have that, and now that we are completely cancel cultured free, you can't cancel me on anything. I'm already banned from all of those left-wing platforms and credit card processing centers and t-shirt companies and podcast companies. I'm already banned. You can't get me and still lie from America is wildly successful. Why is that? Because the power is in the people. And the people want what the people want. Not what you're force-feeding them down their throats. So like I said, you thought we were just going to go build our little own alternative world and live in it without coming back? No. See, we're not only coming back to rub it in your face, what you made us do and the money and the time we had to spend doing it, but we're coming back to shut down every single woke corporation and every single woke company and every single woke movie production company or anybody out there who continues down this Marxist, communist, Democrat crap hole that you're trying to push this country to, we're coming after you and we're shutting you down. We're destroying your business. We are going to make you live under trolls and sell your votes to Democrats for your next meal. Maybe Mayor de Blasio, former Mayor de Blasio, can be under a bridge eating his hamburger and his french fries. Mm, you mean all I have to do is vote Democrat? And you'll give me this great burger and this fr- there's a fries element to this too? Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're coming after every one of you. And we're not only coming after your little woke corporations and your woke companies and your stupid way of doing business and your bigoted attitudes, but we're coming after you politically too. We're going to... We're going to unseat every single woke swamp donkey Democrat and every single uniparty rhino. You're gone too. We've got your names. We've got your numbers. We've got everything that we need to do to you what you did to us and we're coming after you. Look me in my eye. We are coming after all of you. All of you fake January 6th insurrectionist um, panel members, we're coming after all your seats. And after that, wherever you end up working, we're coming after that too. We're coming after, we're doxing you on your jobs. We're going to make, we're going to cancel culture each and every single one of you right out of your jobs, right out of your homes, right out of your plush little wealthy little lifestyles. And you are going to be broke driving a Yugo from 1983 with rust spots all over it, holes from rust, living under a bridge. If you're lucky, that's what we're coming after. And that leads me into what I was going to talk about in the very beginning of this first and foremost section, and that is going on offense. And I cannot talk about going on offense without speaking of War Room's own and Real America's Voice News' own Stephen K. Bannon. 
Remember when Stephen K. Bannon decided not to show up for their little sham January 6th investigation party? Remember when he decided not to do that, so they had put out a warrant for his arrest, they indicted him, put out a federal warrant for his arrest, remember that? And remember when he said, this is exactly what I wanted, thank you very much. Do you want to know why? Because now, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Bannon has subpoenaed Nancy Stretchface Pelosi Armstrong and other members of the January 6th committee in his defense. Like I told you this morning on, this, on the morning show, everybody in the world thinks January, outside of you and I, thinks that January 6th was this massive, deadly insurrection. But everybody in the world is about to get a major rude awakening when Stephen K. Bannon, Peter Navarro, and anybody else who's fighting these people in court, including all of us who are the force multipliers, right? The world's going to see what really happened. The world doesn't care about the narrative. But let's get into this. President Trump's former chief strategist, Stephen K. Bannon, subpoenaed Nancy Pelosi and other members of the illegitimate, illegal January 6th unselect committee. Now, like I said, recall, a D.C. grand jury indicted Stephen K. Bannon last November, refusing to comply with subpoenas from the House uh, January 6th committee. Bannon refused to provide the documents and because, uh, because President Trump asserted executive privilege. Um, as U.S. President's executive pri- privilege is derived from the separation of powers. So Stephen K. Bannon has subpoenaed Pelosi and 15 other lawmakers and staffers last week as he's preparing for his trial next month, according to a new report by who? CNN. And we got a lot to talk about with CNN today, so just keep them on the back of your mind. Lawyers for the lawmakers and staffers can move to quash the subpoenas. Stephen Bannon, set to go to trial next month for defying a congressional subpoena, has subpoenaed House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and members of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection as he builds his defense. This is a, a report from CNN, by the way. That, I love reading CNN reports because I love to pick out where they go rogue and where they're wrong. Bannon, a conservative firebrand who previously served as former President Donald J. Trump's chief strategist and senior counsel, was charged with two counts of contempt of Congress. Too bad you can't be charged with contempt of an illegitimate Congress and an illegitimate committee. woo Payback's going to be a you-know-what. Last week, Bannon's legal team subpoenaed 16 lawmakers and congressional staffers to testify at the July trial and produce documents. There's the buried lead. To produce documents, according to one of Bannon's attorneys, and copies of the subpoenas provided to CNN. The subpoenas were aimed at all nine members of the select committee, three committee staffers, and general counsel for the House Representative Douglas Letter. Bannon also subpoenaed House Democratic leadership, including Nancy Stretchface Armstrong, House Majority Leader, <clears throat> and Representative Jim Clyburn. Bannon's attorneys are seeking to challenge the makeup of the House Select Committee, question lawmakers' motives for targeting Bannon, and argue Bannon was not required to testify because doing so could have jeopardized President Trump's executive privilege. <clears throat> for the record, former Attorney General Eric Holder was held in contempt of Congress in 2012 but was not indicted. Only Trump supporters get indicted in our post-constitutional nation. Now, <clears throat> you think Bannon's going to let this up? He has access. He's going to have access to everything Nancy Pelosi's trying to hide. He's going to have access to all of that because he's requ- he is required to have that access to that based on his defense. And they picked a fight with the wrong bull, okay? They picked a fight with the wrong bull when they tried to continue to, uh, to, to destroy President Trump and all of his supporters. 
But now they're really screwed. And I cannot wait for that day when the whole world finds out exactly what happened. Now, earlier we talked about how they use, they're using your taxpayer dollars right now. Yellow Teletubby, Liz Cheney, and little action figure Adam Kinzinger, Benny Thompson, and the rest of the January 6th Unselect Committee, they're using your taxpayer dollars. And they've hired an ABC executive who's going to put on a primetime spectacular event to try to show the world the narrative that January 6th was an insurrection caused by President Trump and all of us are white supremacists who went there on, with the intent on killing cops, even though the cops are the only ones that did the killing that day. And we all know what they did. But they're spending your taxpayer dollars to make the country believe that President Trump was the culprit in this January 6th covert operation set up by Nancy Pelosi, the FBI, and the DOJ. Now, they're upset right now because only 45%, and by the way, this is a poll done by a left-leaning organization. And the left-leaning organization poll told uh, NBC that only 45% of Americans, when, when polled, when asked the question, believe that President Trump had anything to do with January 6th, meaning only 45% of the left-wing people that they polled actually believe that President Trump is responsible for anything pertaining to January 6th, and that makes them mad. It makes them mad that more people don't believe their lie. That is why they hired an ABC executive to make it look like a primetime reality TV show. Let's go to NBC so you can hear them and how upset they are that not many people believe their lies any longer. Look, this latest NBC News poll shows some pretty interesting findings that may actually pose a challenge for the January 6th committee. What are they? Yeah, the big takeaway, Morgan, is that the the passage of time has actually benefited the former president, at least in perceptions about his role in the January 6th attack. Our poll shows that just 45 percent of Americans believe that Donald Trump was solely or mainly responsible for the violence uh, and the uh, rioting on that day. Um, That's down from 52 percent when our poll asked that question just the days after the January 6th attacks. And one probably one big explanation is that we haven't had a whole lot of public committees. It's been months since the January 6th committee ended up holding uh, public uh, uh, hearings on this. And it will be interesting to see in the months ahead and in the future surveys, Morgan, if those numbers start to kind of go back to what we ended up seeing in January of 2021. And Mark, I mean, the committee certainly uh, has its work cut out, you know, as it broadcasts these hearings to the public, as Ali was mentioning. But which segment of the voters should we be keeping an eye on to see sort of how the display of these hearings really affects them? Yeah, I'm really interested in the middle of the electorate and those independents in our very polarized American politics right now. You have Democrats always in one corner, Republicans in another corner. Well, I'll tell you who you should be worried about. You should be worried about actual Democrats. You know, there's still our blue dog Democrats out there, Democrats like Tulsi Gabbard and stuff like that, that see the forest for the trees and they're not buying what you're selling. That's who you should be worried about. You should be worried about independents have already fled the Democratic Party or the Democratic narrative, and they're already flooding towards the new Republican uh, truth and reality. So you should be worried about your fellow Democrats, not the middle of the aisle. That's who you should be worried about. Now, earlier we were talking about CNN. And of course, this um, Brian Stelter, or as Tucker Carlson calls him, the eunuch, he has had a meltdown lately because on Thursday, 
The January 6th committee will hold their primetime hearings and they want the whole world to watch. But Fox News, even though they're a bunch of losers these days, has decided not to air the January 6th hearing. They're not going to do that. And instead, they're going to push that airing of that to Fox Business, which only has 100,000 viewers at any given time, where Tucker Carlson has 3 million viewers when he's on. So they were hoping that they would use Tucker Carlson's slot in order to air the January 6th unselect committee hearings. And they're not going to do that. They're just, Tucker Carlson is going to do his show like he normally does it. Now, what Fox News should be doing is what I said earlier. They should be playing 2,000 mules to show the real insurrection. But oh, the eunuch over at CNN, he's having a meltdown. Let me tell you some of his tweets. He said, Fox News makes it official. It will not show, and by the way, not as in capital letters, Thursday's uh, January 6th hearing, like all of the other major networks, the eunuch said, Tucker Carlson's show will air as usual. Carlson promotes conspiracy theories about the riot, calls the committee illegitimate and ridiculous, uh, and ridicules the committee members. Fox top business anchors will be moved over to Fox Business Network, and they will cover the hearing there at 8 p.m. Eastern time on an ordinary night. Fox News has more than 3 million viewers, while Fox Business has under 100,000. That pretty much says it all about Fox News' priorities. Here's the language from the Fox presser. And he's all mad and he's melting down because Fox News won't join the rest of the major networks and, sh- and share the, the January 6th unselect committee's hearing. Boy, he's upset. He's melting down. But really why he's melting down is because he may not have a job for much longer. Woo! Don't worry, we'll be getting into that and more about CNN during the rest of the show. But for right now, folks, you're watching live from America. We're going to take another quick commercial break, and we will be right back right after this with more on RAV. Oh, yeah, the, the, the eunuch. I love, <laughs> I love when Tucker calls him the eunuch. It's so funny. Let the truth come out, says my buddy Larry Reha. Amen. Holy moly, I just seen that we had a whole bunch of, uh, of rumble rants. Let me, uh, let me go over there real quick and, and see what's going on. Wow. Um, Clee Sully, my God is not broken, donated a, a large amount. Thank you very much. And Lisa McCoy, God bless you. She says, I have a little extra this month, and I can't think of a better place to donate it. Look, folks, I know it sounds like with, with promo codes and, and stores and rumble rants that you know, you're always hearing, you know, me or anybody else doing these shows. Hey, this is what we survive on. You know, please do this. Please do that. We're not begging for anything. God is going to supply no matter what. Okay. God's going to supply no matter what. It's just, this is where we make the income in order to do this job. And a lot of people like um, when she just said, I can't think of a better place to donate it. That means a lot more than the money she actually donated. That's going to keep life from America going. But that kind of Love and loyalty from you guys. That's the reason why I left my job to do this in the first place. Lisa Naquin said, Jeremy, I paid off my house today. God is good. Amen. Amen. Good for you. Awesome. God is good. That's great news. And that's something that you no longer have to worry about. Even though you still don't own your house and you have to pay taxes, it'll take it from you, which is probably the biggest scam of all time. But congratulations that you no longer have that bill. God bless. Love you, Lisa. Let's keep it going. God is good. You are correct. All right. Let's come back from this uh, commercial break and get back into. Oh, you know what? Oh, we got to do something when we come back. Let's let's come back and let's do it then. Okay, here we go. 
And we're back right here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and you are literally joining in with the best audience that any show, I don't care if they're big, small, medium, or whatever, has ever, ever had. And that's the Live from America crew right here on LFA. Folks, before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about who Tucker Carlson calls the eunuch. You know, little Humpty Dumpty over at CNN. I told you he was sweating, right? He's mad. He's melting down. It It isn't only because... That, that Fox News won't air the January 6th hearing, although I don't know what business of, it, uh, of his is Fox News and what they do with their business. Your business is struggling enough. Your show is struggling enough, uh, eunuch. Why don't you stop worrying about other people? However, the eunuch is probably mad because his new boss is probably getting ready to put him on the chopping block and fire him. Reports are coming out that uh, CNN's new boss wants to get all those, uh, those, uh, those ratings back, wants to get all those viewers back. And the only way to do that is to stop being biased and to start telling the truth. So it appears to me that on CNN, they are literally looking at all the people that became very biased during the President Trump uh, um, four years, and anybody that became super biased and really kind of helped the collapse of CNN, they're going to fire and who's on that chopping block? Well, none other than the eunuch himself, Brian Stelter. So I think he's just mad and he's taking out all of his anger, all of his little, uh, his little eunuch anger on everybody. But by the way, it doesn't matter either way. He's going to get it. And that is, folks, go ahead, Clay. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Oh, the little Humpty Dumpty Dum Dum Award of the Day. The Humpty Dum Dum Award of the Day. Goes to Brian Stelter. I'll pray for you, man. Maybe you'll find God and keep your job and stop being so biased. I don't know. Me, I am biased. I am a Republican. Can't stand Democrats. Can't stand Marxists. Can't stand communists. Love freedom. Love the red, white, and blue. Love the first, second, third, fourth, all the amendments that you could possibly name. And I am completely biased after I give you the truth. First, I'll give you the truth, and then I'll be biased. Anyway, moving on, folks, for a very long time, we have been saying, that each state's voter rolls is about as dirty as the swamp in D.C. itself. Dirty voter rolls lead to stolen elections, which is precisely why George Soros and his dirty money and his grubby little old sausage fingers are involved in each and every, well, not each and every state, but a, a, a majority of our state's voter rolls. That's right, the ERIC system, E-R-I-C. We've been talking about this for months, and it's a George Soros-funded and owned company. It's built by George Soros and all of his minions. And that is what is supposedly the program that's keeping your voter rolls clean. Not in New Jersey. In New Jersey, folks, they just found 8,000, a minimum, by the way, this is just a minimum number, 8,200 so far. 8,200 double vote uh, double voters, double vote, registered voters on the voting rolls, meaning that if Joe Schmo was on the voting rolls, there's another Joe Schmo with the same name and same everything else. Duplicate voters. And they just found 8,200 of them in New Jersey. The Public Interest Legal Foundation, has tr- it's a nonprofit, by the way, has tracked issues with voter rolls in several states, including Arizona, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. This legal uh, nonprofit group says New Jersey voter rolls have over 8,200 duplicate names, which creates obviously the potential for one person to vote 
multiple times. The finding, and by the way, when you're talking about a uh, an election where a guy illegitimately stole the the, the state by like 5,000, 6,000, 2,000 votes, this means something. The findings by the Public Interest Legal Foundation also show several dozen individuals whose names are on the rolls three times and a handful have their names on the rolls five and six times. New Jersey's voter registration system, like nearly every other studied by PILF, PILF can be tricked into registering a person multiple times with extremely similar biographical um, data inputs and at the same address, according to the foundation's analysis um, published this week and reported by none other than the Epic Times. The report states that most, the most common issue with duplicate registrations came down to sometimes subtle typographic errors, such as mixed up letters. As an example, Julia Rose and so J-U-L-I-A-R-O-S-E and J-U-I-L-A-R-O-S-E, just moving one letter, are the same person, but she has a duplicate registration with unique voter identification number. The report reads, the organization notified the New Jersey Secretary of State about this issue, not that they really care. They're probably culprits in, in it all anyway. And other names on the voting rolls were highlighted for a variety of reasons, including missing or made up biographical information, such as dates of birth and registrations dates. And close to and close to 2,400 individuals listed on the rolls as active voters have a birthday that would make them clearly over 100 years old. And there are 2,398 uh, registrants showing dates of birth in 1917 or before uh, or before across the state of New Jersey. Also, according to the report, given that the most recent average life expectancy data shows to be 80.7 years in the state, the thousands of registrants aged well beyond 100 years des- definitely deserve closer examination. Yeah, I think so too. Really what you got to do is just get George, uh, George Soros funded stuff out of your state and you should be good. Nah, you still got Democrats there, and they're Marxist communists nowadays. So, New Jersey, another state to get to dive deeper into the voting rolls. And you know what? I think we need to do that here in the state of New Hampshire as well. And you know what? As a state rep here in New Hampshire, if God wills it that I win, you can be rest assured, Republican, Democrat, or Independent, I will be representing the Constitution of the United States, and I will be proposing bills left and right. I don't care if I'm a freshman state representative or not, okay? I'm not there to play games, and I'm not there to make friends. I'm there to get stuff done. I'm there to make New Hampshire godly again as well. Moving on, folks, remember about 10 days ago when I showed you the premeditated, well-thought-out, and well-planned-out uh, real insurrection that the left plans on, um, plans on engaging in when it comes to the Supreme Court of the United States, the justices, and the possible overturning of Roe v. Wade. About, about 10 days ago now, I showed you the map. I showed you their plans. I showed you exactly the, en- the entrance and the exit points that they were going to block off so that they could try to stop the United States Supreme Court justices from handing down a ruling. If that is not an insurrection, I don't know what is. If that is not obstruction of justice at the highest level, I don't know what is. We know these people's names. We know their organization. We have their plans. We know exactly what they're trying to do and what they're going to do. And it took 10 days from when I reported it for the Department of Homeland Security to actually say 
anything about it. But lo and behold, finally, 10 days after little old Live from America reported on it, Department of Homeland Security has released a bulletin citing concerns of, get this, heightened threats and violent months ahead with a Supreme Court ruling and midterms approaching. So they've got reports of threats, violence, riots, threats against Supreme Court justices, shutting down the Supreme Court so they can't hand down a ruling, and everything else, and yet there's not been an arrest made yet. There's not been any kind of police action that's proactive to, st- to arrest these people right now. They're already, folks, they are conspiring to cause an insurrection. They are conspiring to obstruct justice at the highest level, and yet we still have no arrests? Are you kidding me? On Tuesday, the Department of Homeland Security finally issued a bulletin warning of the heightened threat uh, environment over the next several months, stating that they will monitor the risk of domestic terrorism within the United States to promote acts of violence. Yeah, you're calling the people in the D.C. gulag domestic terrorists while you have real domestic terrorists out there who are actually planning an active insurrection and nobody's jailed yet nobody's arrested there's no there's no nothing quote the united states remains on a heightened threat environment as noted in the previous bulletin and several recent attacks have highlighted the dynamic and complex nature of the threat environment Ooh. by the way i want to stop for a minute and i want to just thank rosa one of the live from america members here who just donated some money to my daughter's birthday. It is my daughter's birthday today, and she just donated money for her, and I just had to stop and say thank you. That's all. Anyway, long story short, Department of Homeland Security doesn't give a rat's you-know-what about the safety of the United States of America. They don't give the, a rat's you-know-what about the safety of our communities. The only thing that they want to do is shut down you, shut down me, shut down Live from America, shut down Tucker Carlson, and leave people like the eunuch speaking for America. Way behind the times, guys. You're way behind the times. Catch up. Be like Heinz and catch up with Live from America. We'll be right back right after this. It's sad, isn't it? It's so damn sad. And I want to thank you, Rosa. God bless you. Thank you very much. It's great that that you did that for my daughter. Um, By the way, she is my bonus child. I don't call her my stepchild. I call her my bonus child. And for all of you live from America family members, just I wanna, I, I'm very open with you guys. I'm very honest with you guys. Um, Sabrina said Lily is watching and wants to say hi on a commercial break. Well, hello, Lily. Hello, Olivia. Happy birthday, Olivia, and, hap- and, and I love you, Lily. How about that? Isn't that something? Got my daughters watching the show. That's great. That's great. That's great. Anyway, she's my bonus child. And uh, she's, you know, she has a uh, a biological dad that doesn't seem to want anything to do with her. How you could not want anything to do with such a beautiful human being as a daughter or a son, I don't understand. I will never understand that. I am not built that way. I'm built to be a dad. I'm built to love my kids. You know what I mean? And it it almost makes me want to cry. It just makes me want to scream out that people don't want their kids, don't want to be with their kids. I don't get it. I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's like this country right now. It doesn't make any sense to me. Jeremy, any update on PayPal? No, we got to wait until the 10th. Okay? We've got to wait until the 10th. And on the 10th, I will be reaching out to PayPal. Troy says, bro, don't do that. Not sure what you're talking about, man. Uh, but uh, don't worry. I won't cry. I won't cry. 
Thank you very much. Everybody's saying happy birthday, Olivia, if you're watching, okay? Happiest and blessed birthday wishes to your daughter. Thank you so very much. I don't see how some parents do that. My niece may never know her dad either. It doesn't make any sense. I just don't get that. I don't get how you can just walk away. You know what I mean? Shame on that person. Shame on that person. Any person who does that, really. Um, I want to go over to Getter here real quick. Wow, we got a lot of folks watching on Getter. 2.6 thousand views on Getter already. Wow, blowing up over there. We got 3,400 watching here. We got a great audience watching tonight. Thank you all very much. And those watching on Roku and Firestick, God bless you. Don't bring up the father that stays out. Not sure what you mean by that. Anyway, let's move on. Come back to the show. Here we go. And we're right back here live from America from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. It is a pleasure to be here with you guys. And we're going to move on right to the next story because that's how we do things. From one to the next, we ain't got time to fart around. We're not here to, to, uh, to, to just socialize. We're here to get uh, the truth out there and to make sure that we are uh, kicking butt and taking names, okay? All right, folks, here we go. By now, we all know that gas prices are hitting $5 average across the United States of America. In some places, it's almost $10 for gas. And all of you guys, by the way, every bit of you guys who are um, waiting to get the, if you voted for Biden and you owe me gas money hats, don't worry, we have more in production. I told you they were going to go fast, especially with a 20% store-wide sale right now. And they went fast, but don't worry, we're getting them back, okay? But it's all on purpose. All of this is on purpose. They are never going to lower the gas prices ever again because this is a worldwide effort. And don't think these oil and gas companies aren't in on this as well, okay? Watch these oil and gas companies, how they start investing into renewable energy very soon because they're not going to lose their wealth. And if these dirty politicians are going to destroy the oil and gas industry to build an electric car and a renewable energy industry that's not going to do crap, I don't know what these gas and oil industry companies are actually doing. They don't seem to be fighting it in any way, shape, or form. They love these high gas prices. They're raking in billions. My question to you is, do you honestly think the gas is ever going to go down ever again? It's never going to happen. And if it does go down, it may go down 15, 20, 30 cents, maybe 50 cents if you're lucky. It'll never go down again. Just like they never give you back freedom once they take it, your gas prices will never go down. They are pushing electric cars on you. But what I was going to say, what really gets my goat, what really ticks me off, ladies and gentlemen, is the pompous, elitist attitudes of just go buy an electric car. Number one, do you know how much electric cars cost? Number two, do you think anybody in their right God-given mind wants to sit and wait for their car to charge up so they can make it another three or 400 miles? No, we got things to do. We got places to go. We've got money to make and we've got things to succeed at. We've got families to attend to. We've got jobs. We've got lives. We don't want to sit there and wait for, oh, I'm waiting for my car to charge, everyone. Okay, we don't want to live in that world. But these pompous, elitist politicians, they're like, well, why don't you just get an electric car? And then you don't have to worry about the gas prices. What are you, stupid? Which brings me to a very stupid person, and that is Democrat from Michigan. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat from Michigan, Senator, by the way, uh, by the name of Debbie Stabenow. We've talked about her before. She's a beauty. I'm going to play a video for you right now where she's doing exactly that, bragging, bragging that she passed 
every single gas station in her brand new electric vehicle. And it didn't matter how high the gas was. And she smiled and laughed. Doesn't matter to me. I'm a politician. It wouldn't matter to you even if you did drive a gas-guzzling Suburban. You want to know why? Because you use our money to fill your tank. You invoice the federal government for everything you spend, and guess where they get the money from? Printed off your back and the back of your child and your grandchild and your great-grandchild for future generations to come. That's where they get their money. They don't care how high gas prices are. They don't care. They get it from you anyway. But watch this very, very pompous, elitist attitude from this Democrat senator from Michigan. What a disgusting display of of elitism that you'll ever see. Check this out. This makes me want to puke. These people are very, very disturbed. And they are very, very... um, they have no idea what the American person is going through. I do have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the uh, international markets. Yay! Good for you, you elitist loser. Good for you that you finally stacked up enough chips, you know, taxpayer dollars, to get your first electric car and smile at the gas stations on the way by. It's nice to know that Democrat politicians are smiling when they drive by the gas station. That lady looks like Nancy Pelosi if you ordered her off Wish. Okay? It's nice to know that these Democrat politicians can smile when they go by the gas stations while we're literally there pumping the gas while we're crying tears of poverty. How am I going to fill my gas tank for the week to get to work? What about the people who are spending more for a gallon of gas than they're getting in minimum wage? What about those people who are crying poverty, but you go, I, you know what I did? I drove to Washington, D.C., and I drove by every gas station, and I just was so happy that I didn't care how high the gas prices were. Didn't care. Didn't have a women that were, just didn't care. Nope, didn't bother me because I got an electric car. And I can't wait for the day that all of us are driving electric cars. I've got news for you, sweetie. News for you. About 80 million of us who aren't going to buy one, even if we had the money. Oh, by the way, remind me again how the batteries for these electric cars are made. Oh, and also remind me what happens to these batteries once they need to be replaced, how they're disposed of. Yeah, please tell me about the lithium battery fields all over the world. You know, since you're so concerned with the environment and you're so concerned with drilling and digging, but yet you have slave labor and child labor in all of these lithium mine um, uh, companies mining this stuff. And again, let me ask you, how are you disposing of these batteries once they're changed? I'm just curious. Oh, and by the way, where do you think all this electricity is coming from? Where do you think it's coming from? You think, you, think, you think hydro is giving you all this electricity? I'm just curious if a Democrat out there would like to answer any of those questions. Because when you answer them, you'll realize how incredibly stupid you really are. And how quickly you need to go back and get some hooked on phonics. Or maybe take some, I don't know, high school GED classes or something. Because you're not a very smart person. And that's why, let's go back to CNN, and that is why people like CNN 
are telling you there's a big red wave coming. Look, folks, when CNN, in all of their ignorance, in all of their lies, when they tell you that a big red wave is coming, I think you better listen. I think you better listen because that's exactly what CNN is saying. Check this out. If you're a Republican running for re-election or trying to unseat a Democrat, things are looking pretty good, right? I would say they're looking very good from a historical context. So basically, I took the best Republican positions on the generic congressional ballot at this point in midterm cycles since 1938. That generic ballot basically is, uh, would you vote for the generic Republican or generic Democrat in your district? And guess what? Since 1938, the Republican two-point lead on the generic congressional ballot is the best position for Republicans at this point in any midterm cycle in over 80 years. <laughs> Do you want to... Uh... You want to say that again? Uh, cue to the nerd on CNN. Say that again. I'd like to hear that last part real quick, please, if you could. Go ahead. Say it again, nerd. lead on the generic congressional ballot is the best position for Republicans at this point in any midterm cycle in over 80 years. Wow. Over 80 years? Over 80 years, Republicans are doing the best they've ever done in midterms elections in 80 years? But I'll tell you what we're not going to win with. People like Kevin McCarthy. Trump, you better figure those endorsements out real quick. Real quick. We're not going to win with people like Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, and the rest of the rhinos that President Trump has basically unleashed us all on. We're not going to win with them. How we're going to win is good old-fashioned American patriotism, people who don't take no for an answer, and people who don't take crap. From lying Marxist Democrats. That's how we win. The best they've ever done in 80 years! Yeah, we know. Thanks to the new Republican Party, not the old Republican Party. We'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. Oh, CNN, how they must be crying. The eunuch over there wetting himself. Joe Biden wetting himself, but not because of anything, because of the fact that he wets himself. They got Dems voting as Republicans. Yeah, I get that, but don't worry. We're on top of that one, too. We're on top of that one, too. And maybe that's why President Trump, maybe that's why President Trump actually endorsed Mitch, um, what's his name? Um, Only GOP candidate that didn't go to the Bates. Ryan Kelly says only GOP or Ryan Kelly's the only GOP candidate that didn't go to the debate. Trump endorsed McCarthy, so they will vote him out. Maybe they did. Maybe that's why. Maybe that is why. Look, I was the first one to think that. I thought, you know what? Maybe this is a bait and switch. Maybe this is a uh, a chess move by President Trump. I mean, I guess that remains to be seen. We'll find out. But you know, it is what it is. Anyway, let's come back from this commercial break and hit this last segment if we can. Okay, here we go. Folks, I just want to thank you all for being here with me tonight and with the Live from America audience. I do want to remind all of you out there, some of you have seen it, some of you have not, but we're going to go ahead and I'm going to plug it again only because I love it so very much.
available now the armor of god and you can get it anywhere you can watch the video anywhere but here's what i really wanted to talk about folks i told i said everybody i told everybody this morning this so for the night crew who watches only the night show armor of god we put it out on friday last week and over the weekend it got all the way up to 19 on apple itunes charts It wasn't only Apple iTunes, by the way, folks. It dominated Spotify. It dominated all of these left-wing, you know, secular music outlets uh, platforms. Now, I know that they put out Christian music as well because money's money to them. But they're secular music-driven, and they're ungodly people. And the fact that God's music is charting on major label, I mean, without a major label, without major distribution, the fact that God's message is charting on a secular plat on many secular platforms folks that lets you know that God is moving. So when we're talking about the election, when we're talking about the stolen election, when we're talking about the southern border, when we're talking about the invasion at the southern border, when we're talking about babies and the 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 the, the mindless senseless killing of our babies, when we're talking about drag queens trying to indoctrinate and brainwash our kids, when we're talking about the financial collapse of this country, when we're talking about how God has been taken out of everything, that's why we need to make America godly again, when we're talking about all this stuff and it's frustrating and you have stress and you have anxiety over it, you need to remind yourself, God is in control. You're not in control. I'm not in control. RAV's not in control. CNN isn't in control. God is in control and God is doing what God needs to do. And we are going to see things happen on God's time and by God's will. You and I are in control of absolutely nothing. What we can do, what we can do is keep our foot on the gas. Keep doing exactly what you have been doing since November 4th of 2020. And if you feel like you haven't done enough, then just say, what can I do to do more? And do it. It is your patriotic duty. It is your God responsibility, your heavenly duty and your heavenly responsibility to make this country great again by making it godly again. And by the way, for all those out there who love that song so much, I have heard messages, literal voice messages of people crying because of that song. It's not about me or Dave Bray USA. It's about the message. And we just ordered today a very limited amount, 2,000 of them. They're going to go fast. We ordered 2,000 single copies for CD. And we're going to be signing those, Dave Bray and myself, with a message, a special message to all of you. So when those go up on the website, they're only going to be very limited, folks. We're only doing a limited batch of 2,000. Just know they'll be out there for you Very, very shortly. I would say within the next couple weeks. But we'll keep you posted. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for tonight's show. I want to thank you very much. And remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love each and every one of you. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Help out in any way you can. And remember, we have a 20% sale off everything on the store until Father's Day for Father's Day. All right, folks. Remember. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. And I'll see you tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Peace.